country and around the world from Hit 30 HQ. Australia's biggest nightly countdown is the Hit 30. Uh, what's up, guys? I'm Alex. I'm Drew. And we are the Chainsmokers. Hi, I'm Zane. One, two, one, two. Hey, what's going on? It's Mac Lamore. Hey, Ryan Lewis. We're in harmony. Hey, what's up? It's yours truly, Jason Derulo. Whatever your social, use the hashtag Hit30 to get your favorite song to number one. Angus and Emma, the mics are on. Let's go. Uh, the boy Flume, a.k.a. Harley Stretton, gave us a call last night on the show. Uh, he talked about his world tour that he's just announced, but he also left behind tickets a for the world tour. A little bit of a gift. Tour. Yeah, so if you want to win tickets to Flume, this hour, uh, be listening and be ready with 131060. Plus, looking forward to having a chat to Anne-Marie. You would know her pre- Previously uh, from supporting Ruby Mental, but now she's got her own song out and she's killing it. She's going to take over the world. Yeah, she's going to be on the show after nine. Let's get straight into it. Oh, why the not? Biggest trending track, uh, thanks to the tweets already on the hashtag Hit30. This, if we like stopped counting votes, will be number one tonight, but that of course can all change because we are taking votes. 131060, give us a call or use the hashtag Hit30 on your social. The Hit30s, does it only happen at the movies? Your enemy is not what you expect. Show me the money. My mom always said, life was like a box of chocolates. You never know what you're going to get. The one chooses the wizard, Mr. Potter. It is Tight Ass Tuesday. We can go to the movies and get cheap tickets. So we thought we would play Does It Only Happen in the Movies, where we ask you, can a crazy situation that's featured in a film ever happen in the real life? Now, we've done this for the last six weeks now, and we have always had a call. And, like, ridiculous subjects, like, uh, have you been in a drag race like Fast and the Furious? Have you written to your girlfriend or a girl every day for a year like The Notebook? Keep getting calls, though. We reckon I'm not even... Surely we've stumped Australia with this one. Mm. This week's film, Tom Hanks, the year 2000. He's stuck on an island. It's Castaway. Wilson! Wilson! Have you ever been deserted on an island for a period of... Well, in the film, it's four years. Now, mm-hmm. that's probably a little far-fetched. A little unrealistic. And we don't want, like, ex-members of Australian Survivor to call up. Piss off. So we'll take a month, but we don't want calls like, oh, yeah, I was in PP and it was, like, delightful. I was having cocktails for a month. And, yeah, like, there was God. smoke over barley or something. Yeah, me and the girls got yeah. so tough at Potato yeah. Head sipping on mango daiquiris. We don't want those calls. <laughs> we want you to actually be deserted. Let's say you went on a solo fishing trip in the tinny and you ended up in a storm and you were stuck out on a weird island no one knew about. I don't know if we're going to get a call this week. Like We had Titanic crashing into the iceberg. We had a call about that. But this one, a month on an island by yourself, oh, the chances are slim. Does it only happen in the movies? Have you ever been stranded on an island for more than a month? For more than a month. That's fair. The hit 30s. Does it only happen at the movies? Your enemy is not... What do you expect? Show me the money. My mum always said life was like a box of chocolates. You never know what you're going to get. The one chooses the wizard, Mr. Potter. Mm, does it only happen in the movies? Where we're going to ask you guys, can a crazy situation that's featured in a film ever happen in real life? And we're kind of trying to stump you guys. Like, the situations that we come up with from popular movies, we genuinely in our meeting before the show mm. go, nah, this is the week. Yeah. No one's calling for this. I mean, the iceberg one. I mean, it's a challenge in reverse. We had someone crash into an iceberg like the Titanic, and I was like, oh "God, when does this end? When does this end? Well, maybe it ends tonight." 
Our movie today, a classic. <laughs> One I've watched, I reckon, four or five times. That many times? Yeah, he's a, just, a, uh, just a humble man. Mm. A real hard worker for FedEx, gets involved <laughs> in a plane crash, ends up on a deserted island talking about Castaway. Wilson! Wilson! Now, Tom Hanks is stuck on that island for four years. We mm-hmm. thought that was probably too unplausible. Just a side note. Yeah. His wife has already moved on and has a new partner. Yes, I know. It's so sad. And Isn't then they try so to make it work and then they're just like, no. And she's they already make got out a and he walks family. out in the rain. Oh, it's, and then she gives him the car. Heartbreak, oh, heartbreak. God. But we want to know, mm. how have you been deserted on island? Now, his timeline's four years. Our timeline? A month. Yeah. 30 and days. And it's not a deliberate island. No, you can't be in Bali. Yeah, you're not going over to Fiji and going, <laughs> oh, God, cloud nine, this island sucks. No. you got to have been, I guess, traumatised to have been there for a while. <sighs> okay. We thought we wouldn't get a call. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, I know. I know. We've got to take Luke's call. Hi, Luke. You've been stranded on an island. Uh, yeah, so you just went um, up to Cape York with a full drive and um, you have to sleep on the roof of your car so the crocodiles don't get you. Oh. Of course. Yeah, so we woke up by morning. There was about four crocs around the bottom of the car. How long were you on the roof of the car for? Oh, only like a, a day and a half till the ranger comes. M? Did, no, that's missed the brief. Which means... Yay! We've done it! We've stopped everyone. No it's solutions. Only, it only happens in the movies. Hey there, this is Blue. We had Flume on the phone last night. We played a little bit of a game with him, uh, Say It, where, Angus, you were trying to get Flume to say the word pineapple. Yeah, I asked him what he called a $50 note. He said, dollary do. I asked him what's on his rider backstage. He said, a fruit platter. And I also said to him what SpongeBob and the SquarePants' theme song was. He said, something under the sea. Yeah, so it didn't really work out too well. But he did leave us with some tickets to his shows in December. Of course, he's going on a world tour. And then he's coming home to finish off that tour doing dates all around the country. So we thought we would play the same game. We're calling it Say It because that's the name of the song. Basically, it's verbal heads up. You guys have got to try and get us to say a certain word. Yeah, all Sarah has done so far in New South Wales. Hi, Sarah. Hi. Has called 131060. Our producers have given you a word. You've got 10 seconds on the clock to try and tell me, you're playing with me, what that word is without saying it. If I guess it with you and I'm on your team, you'll win the flume ticks. Okay. Okay, so it's um, tropical and it grows things. It's always on the beach. Palm tree. And everywhere. Palm yes! tree? Yes! 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 Katie, you're going to see Bloom. Oh, my God. Yes, thank you. Good describing by Katie. And we will give this another go tomorrow night, 13, 10, 60, then to play a game we call Say It. Hey, this is Anne-Marie. Oh, yeah. Hit 30. Australia's biggest nightly countdown. Say if we're going to do it. Welcome into the studio for the first time by yourself, Emery. <laughs> Hello. Get rid of rudimental. We don't want them anymore. Who are they? Who are those yeah. bastards? <laughs> Gussie's right. We kind of got to know you via rudimental, but now you've got your own single out, Do It Right, and it's yeah. quite a different sound. Yeah. It was always like that anyway. I was already writing before I joined them, and it was... Um, yeah, it was always the aim to be like a solo artist, so I had that sound there already. So, yeah, it was always going to be different. I'm, I like that it's different. We can tell by your accent. Yeah. Uh, you grew up in the UK in Oxford. What's the biggest difference between Australia and home that you've noticed? Um, well, it's sunny most of the time, but not today. <laughs> <laughs> We're having like a heat wave in the UK. Yeah. And here it's raining and I'm like, what the hell? <laughs> I love, Anne-Marie, that you have an email that uh, fans can email yeah. you. Yeah. Particularly, you meant to email like... 
videos of you singing Do It Right, but do you get yeah. a, any other weird stuff? <laughs> do you get nudes is what we're asking. Yeah, I get weird ones, yeah. <laughs> What's Sorry the weirdest one you got? I don't know if I should say this, but there's this girl that was dating a boy and her parents didn't know and it was all a secret and she was just like, can you do this for us? And I was, I don't know, what, I can't remember what it was now, but I was like, right, no. That's <laughs> <laughs> so strange. Yeah, there were, there were a few weird things on there. Just um, for people, obviously radio, it's an audio medium, um, unless people check the video, which is at our Twitter at the hit 30 You are quite small, uh, like, you know, a regular-sized female. <laughs> you're yeah. about my height, I think, yeah. Dan, is that right? Oh, my God, I feel really small now. No, you're not small, I'm just saying, <laughs> But, like, it's very unassuming to know that you are a three-time world champion for Taekwondo. Yeah, karate. Karate. How did you get yeah. into that? It's, it's a weird one, really. I was I love sports so much. In school, I was doing all the sports, and my mum was like, right, you can do a sport outside of school now. So I was trying to choose one. But, well, it was between gymnastics and karate, and I couldn't really choose one. Went to it. I learned it really quickly because I'd been doing dancing and that, so I could pick up all the moves really quickly. Plus, I think I had like an attitude problem when I was a teenager, so <laughs> it kind of helped. And um, the EP's called Karate, yeah? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's I always sick. wanted to write a song called Karate, but never really knew how to do it cleverly instead of like just going like punch, kick, in the face. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a superhero in a comic book. Yeah. Stick around with this Anne-Marie. I'm more with you next. Here's your big song. Do it right. Hey, hey this is Anne-Marie. Hit 30. Australia's biggest nightly countdown. Anne-Marie's in studio with us tonight. Yeah, and you're on tour with Rudimental at the yeah. moment. You performed last night. Room Mill into your own song, Do yeah. It Right, as well. Really cool that <laughs> the guys are giving you the chance to I do know. that. Is it great seeing the Australian audiences already knowing the lyrics to that song? Yeah. At the beginning of the song, I go... If we're gonna do it, do it. And I miss out the right just to see how many people know it. All right. <laughs> and I'm like, okay, right. glad you know it. But you're also going solo. Uh, you're doing the festival season in the yeah. UK going into summer. Uh, Glastonbury's going to be very exciting. Yeah. Um, what is it like performing on those big stages by yourself now? Because you've had yeah. the support of a band for so long. It's well scary. It's, that's it, literally. You've had so many people on stage with you and that you've always just felt comfortable. And if you ever felt scared... There's always someone there looking and going, yeah, it's mm. all right, it's all right. But when it's on your own, like, oh, shit myself. <laughs> <laughs> but it is obviously amazing. We can't wait to hear all the music that you have mm. um, to release as a solo artist. But what is your favourite rudimental song to sing? I used to love singing Home from their oh, album. Oh, beautiful Home. tracks. So, and Hired. Yeah. I love those tunes. And obviously I love doing Waiting All Night because I could just run around like a maniac. What are the rudimental boys like? Because you have spent so much time mm. with them. What are they like? I mean, oh. we've spent so much time with Amir, Piers and Kessie, but we've never actually had DJ Fresh on the show as well. What's it like to hang out with them and him? He, they are all amazing people. It's just that we're all friends. It's, it's like a really genuine thing. So yeah. touring with them it literally hasn't felt like a job. It's just been on like a school trip for two years yeah. <laughs> with our teacher. What was the pep talk like from the lads when you were like, okay, so I'm going to release this song. It's going to be by myself. Did yeah. they, well, I'm sure they were super into it, but did they give you any great advice? Well, they knew it was coming anyway. They're kind of, they're a part of my project as well, so they're helping it happen anyway. So it weren't like a shock. I weren't like, yeah, see you later. Yeah, bye. <laughs> I'm out of here. She's yeah, singing um, solo? <laughs> what? what? Yeah. <laughs> Do you know what? The best advice and best learning thing I had was actually just being on tour with them, learning how to actually like live on tour and when to eat, when to sleep, you know, keep yourself healthy because it's so easy mm. to get run down. They told me not to drink alcohol. How's that going? 
Well, <laughs> now on my own. <laughs> well, I can yeah. finally reveal what's been going on because it's I'm dying inside, Anne Marie. We're doing we've done something because Oh my god, what? You You're an some, angel, Anne Marie. Yeah, have you noticed something about my line of questioning tonight? What? N- no. All of the questions have been slightly wrong. Have they? Yeah. <laughs> you didn't notice? You did, did you grow up in Oxford in the UK? No. <laughs> You're a karate specialist, not a taekwondo specialist. You're actually doing V-Fest, not Glastonbury, Yeah, no, and then you said DJ Fresh. Oh, my God. Yes. So one of us has been doing the interview right, Emma Friedman, Yay. and I've been doing it wrong. Oh, and my I'm God. Like, inside, I'm dying because you're, like, being so nice. As I know. I was fact- being really nice. Yeah. You're being so nice. What an that angel. was horrible. It was horrible, though. I was oh. cringing. Please still love me, Emma. I was, like, looking at everyone, like, going, what is this? <laughs> <laughs> this guy's lost the plot. <laughs> um, thank you so much for coming in. I'm sorry I did it wrong. Uh, <sighs> I did it right. She did yeah. it right. I saw you laughing. That's the thing. When he said DJ Fresh, I was like, why are you laughing there? Oh. <laughs> oh, do I have a headline for you? Now, just take it slow. <laughs> like, you don't have testicles. So you don't understand don't. that it, it, it they tingle. It's like a spider sense. Whenever okay. we know another man's testicles are hurting, they retract a little well, bit into our body. expect that feeling for the next 10 minutes just or so. take it slow. This was a headline on news.com.au today. Man's scrotum caught in electrical grinder. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so it's, Isn't grind a passionate language? It's Jesus. pretty self-explanatory, but this is the article as it reads. And very short, by the way. A young man has been involved in a horrifying accident in which his scrotum became <sighs> entangled in a handheld electrical grinder. The injured 19-year-old man was reported to be conscious and breathing when the ambulance arrived, but... The man has since been keeping a low profile with a spokesperson for the hospital saying he did not wish to provide an update on his condition. <laughs> Just another day on the tools. A grinder. Oh, God. Look, we want to know, 13, 10, 60, how'd you injure your balls? Now, we might be obviously targeting men here, but if you're a female and maybe your partner can't get to the radio, is not listening, and you can tell us a ripper story, we'll take it. Or, see, I, I, I'm trying to sympathise and, like, obviously if someone hits, hits me in the chest, it hurts, mm-hmm. but not as much as it for you in the crutch. Now, this is... I'm actually... <laughs> my left hand is honestly holding yeah. my balls right now. <laughs> and that's not even deliberate. <gasps> so here's my story. Um, I remember I grew up in Torquay. It's a small surf coast town in Victoria. And I was on the monkey bars at Torquay Primary School. Uh-huh. And I was walking and on top of the monkey bars. So oh, it used to be yeah. like, a, like a ladder. like, And I was doing that. <gasps> and oh, it, was a, oh, it was a slippery old morning, <laughs> dewy in winter down at Torquay. And I slipped and literally straight into the middle of the pole. Wait for it. My left testicle went into my body and the nurse had to push it down. I got two days off school. Oh, my God, that had hurt a girl. Oh. 13, 10, 60. How'd you injure your balls? <laughs> Around the country, this is the Hit 30. 13, 10, 60. How did you injure your balls? <laughs> this... Take it slow. You, uh, too much <laughs> smile in your voice, mate. Just bring it down a tone. Oh, Think no. you're at a funeral. Look at the producers out there. They are hand to mouth. Face drawn, horrified by the story. Now, Shadow in. Sister, you literally, your reaction in the past 30 seconds has been horrifying. Are we <laughs> going to take that call, the one that you've just taken? Yeah, that's James. <laughs> just don't have to go into too much detail because it's really full on. Okay, we'll talk to right. James in a sec. Well, this is all because today a guy in Sydney has had his scrotum caught in an electrical grinder. We don't know actually how that happened. He's conscious, he was breathing when the ambos arrived, but. Uh, he wants to keep a low profile and does not want to provide us with an update on his condition. I wouldn't be revealing my no. name either. That's, uh, that's not... Uh, you can cancel your Tinder date. It's after that. 
Mm, maybe I, um, he doesn't. Maybe he only has one left. I walked along the top of a set of monkey oh. bars at my old primary school on a dewy morning, slipped and literally <gasps> straight in the middle. A testicle went up into my body, and the nurse had to push it down. Two days off school. I don't even have balls, and I know that hurts. Your ovaries hurting a little bit. Just that would hurt a chick though as well. Believe oh, me. Mate. Oh. God, I'm just holding oh. my holding oh. the fellas. Oh. Um, Ali, you've got a story about who? Um, about my cousin. Mm-hmm. Hit us. Yeah. So he, we were kind of, we were all standing around watching my younger cousin do flips in the front yard. And she somehow, he was wearing like footy shorts. There wasn't much protection going on. And she somehow flipped and kicked him in the balls. And he like fell backwards and she fell onto him and kneed him in the balls. And then he vomited oh, and passed out. A double. Passed yep. out. Yeah, it wasn't oh, Ali, uh, that hurts, but thanks for giving us a call. We're going to give you $200 to spend at fashionbunker.com. Oh, amazing. Amazing. You can shop Cameo Collective, Keepsake, Finders Keepers and The Fifth all at fashionbunker.com now. Uh, the producer's favourite called James will be after this from Luke. How'd you hurt your balls? I had a vasectomy a few years ago and was pacing my wife around the car and hooked them on the door handle and ripped the scissors. Oh, my God, uh, can you deal with this anger? No, I mean, Ooh. everything. Like, I just keep moving around <laughs> in circles. Sorry about that, Luke. Now, the producer's reaction This to is the horrific sister, one. Yeah, and it's not even the worst because the worst calls always last. James in Queensland, you hurt your balls how? Um, well, it was actually my cousin. Okay, he good. was His father was a tow truck driver, and they were sliding down the tilt tray. And there was a piece of wire sticking out, and he was only wearing probably footy shorts. Um, and he slid down, uh-huh. and the piece of wire had actually opened up his scrotum, <laughs> and one was actually sticking yeah, out. Yeah, now I get it. I get it, mate. Oh, it's like nasty. a fishing hook. Okay, <laughs> terrible, terrible analogy. Help us out. Let's do this. I can't do it. Last call, Kerry. Punch this out in 20 seconds for me, brother. I'm dying. Mate, overshot a landing ramp on my push bike and uh, come missed the pedals, come down all on frame and ruptured my testicle by about one and a half inches. Ruptured um, it. I thought I, I thought I was looking at my testy, but um, yeah, went to hospital, was able to save it, and I've had two kids since. So. Oh, bravo, Kerry!